0: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready? Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go!
1: All right, folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM ninety six 1, AM eleven seventy.
2: The answer.
1: Self defense events happen in seconds. In this, in the time it takes to listen to the commercial. Your life could have changed forever. I pray you're never forced to shoot in self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why USCCA exists. Because every responsible armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical mm-hmm. response team is right there for you. To discover more about USCCA, visit uscca.com gor Act now because the life you save could be yours. USCCA.com slash G O R. Oh, what? Ha- oh, what's we, up, man? I stole your mic? Yeah. There that's all right. Hey, you didn't tell me you're going to be gone for two weeks. I did too. No, you didn't. I I'm listened old. to those. I... I'm old.
0: You got to write that crap down. <laughs> I listened to those episodes. I was screaming at my phone. Unbelievable that you threw me under the bus like that. Not once, not twice. <laughs> Rich sent me a text. Rich for an text. hour, he goes, "You've only been talking about it for four months." I said, "I know, I know," but and I forgot. We, we missed never listened you. To me. Well, thank you. It was fun.
1: And then Alicia and I were going, "Whoa, we got to do this all by ourselves." I know she did great. She did phenomenal. Right, phenomenal. phenomenal. How was it without without me? Easier? Pain, painful? That's what I thought too. <laughs> we That's ever, okay. You missed out. What
0: did I miss out on?
1: It's, I didn't miss out. I listened every week. No, nah, you my, You missed out because. She got my cu- my wife's cousin his Smith and Wesson, the five hundred, Magnum five hundred, yes. and they took it down to you know Discount Gunmark, yep. fired it, and they're yep. still putting the windows back in.
0: Yeah, I believe it. Pretty loud. Yeah, I just read an article today. It was funny because we were talking about you know is is that the only uh, firearm with that cartridge? And there's a uh, somebody. Oh, I, I should I'm bringing this up. I should have brought the whole article. But there's somebody has a, a lever action with a. Oh, really? 500 Smith & Wesson, which is, you know, for all your dinosaur needs, is enormous. So, yeah, the trip was awesome, Dave. It was very cool. Went all over. I went to Tombstone. I went to, uh, you know, I uh, went into New Mexico, went to uh, Colorado. It was all very, very beautiful. Telluride, Colorado is perhaps the most beautiful place on the entire Oh, land.
1: Telluride? Yeah.
0: Oh, I would have moved there in a heartbeat. It was really amazing. Yeah.
1: What were you driving?
0: The Jeep? Uh, no, no. Good Lord, um, I'd be, I'd be deaf. <laughs> we, I rented a, a Ford Explorer. All right, good. Yeah, which was perfect. But it was such a
1: good experience with you and your dad. Because when's the last time you and your dad ever did anything like
0: that? Yeah, it's when I was honestly. We were talking about that last time he and I hit the road together, just the two of us. I was 13. 13 years old. We went from Florida to Wisconsin. Did some. Camping, yeah. It so, looks
1: like he had a blast.
0: He had a ball. He had a really good time, and we both did. We saw a uh, a, a Titan Missile Museum. I know, which was awesome. And then Tombstone was awesome. And and uh, man, we were doing something every day. And then uh, and then we both caught this. You can hear a little bit of a cold. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, we both we both caught this cold right at the tail end, so we yeah. slowed way down. <laughs> Well, we're, I mean, glad to, we're glad to have you back. Well, thank you. It was, we got a really cool show. We have all kinds of cool people. Yeah, Alicia, of course, is here. How are you, Alicia? Doing well. Fantastic. Anything exciting? She doesn't have her equipment on anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Still itching though, huh? No, I'm good now. You're
1: good now? Yeah. <laughs> her tickers working? So far. Did you get a result back yet?
3: No news is good news. I haven't heard yet.
1: Okay. No news yeah. is good news. All right. Good deal. Yeah. So, and of course, yeah. we have Desi. Hey kiddo, how you doing?
4: I'm good, thanks for having me back.
1: It's been a while since we've seen you. It has been a I little talk, bit, Did you miss me? Yes indeed, I talk about you and your uh, Not Me SD to just about any woman that I can find.
4: I appreciate the support.
1: And I'm trying to get them all to get their little girlfriends together and come down and hang out with you guys and... And I did tell him, you might as well be prepared. You will be a mentor. So, you know, it's not like you're just going to go do it and you're done.
4: Exactly. Yep. We, we take just, care of them.
0: And Desi, of course, is the project manager for Not Me, our women's program. Right. Not, not just SD. here in SD, but starting next week, she's going to be helping out with uh, all three packs um, up in Orange County.
1: And well, of course.
0: Let, I mean, we're not doing enough, right? There's
1: not enough not. on your plate. Let's, Never. Let's, let's put some more on there.
4: I can handle it. Well, see,
1: that's what happens when you hang around this. the big I guy I know. He here. always
4: puts more on my plate. That's
0: right. Yeah, take an inch. She's okay. had a big month, by the way. She's now a certified scuba diver. Oh, did you get certified?
4: I did.
0: Ah, where did you exciting. do that? We're at?
4: Over in La Hoya through Ocean Enterprise. That's not cold warm water. That's no, cold water. No, it's cold. Yes, really pretty much cold. so. Really cold? Yes.
0: And what did you do a couple days? Was it yesterday or a couple days ago?
4: Yeah, I got what, to go out and drive a hovercraft too, which was really fun.
1: Really? Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. I know. Yeah, she's super living. Cool. She's living all my dreams. I uh, yep. yeah. So now where are you going to go to some warm water to do some scuba diving?
4: That's what I'm looking into right now. So we're trying to plan a couple of vacations, so it'll be fun. The
1: Great Barrier Reef is all I can say to you. I've never been.
4: I haven't either. I
1: love scuba diving as well, and that's always been a dream, let me tell you, because I know it's falling apart right now, but there's still plenty to go down and see.
4: I've got a list I'm putting together, so...
1: So you had to buy all the gear, didn't you?
4: You know, it's another expensive hobby, and it's like yeah. once you buy your gear, then you're set. But what but. Else, but I also learned that a lot of scuba divers are also big gun nuts like us. So, really? Yeah. All of my instructors that helped me with my certification were all big gun people as well. And so when I started talking about what I do, they're like, "Oh yeah, I know. Like yeah, it's another expensive hobby. Good luck." And I'm oh, like, "Great guys! Like yeah.
0: you didn't tell me this going
1: in, yeah. but that's so, so funny.
4: yeah, it's so much fun." It's
0: another reason to own a Glock, so you can take it scuba diving.
4: You know, I can make a holster from my wetsuit, you know, <laughs> we can figure that out. There you
0: go, nice neoprene. <laughs> Speaking of holsters, the Klinger Holster Prize Pack winner, the one and only, I was hoping we'd get a... A drum roll. A drum roll. <laughs> I don't know if oh my gosh, one. I don't know if that... <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of drum that was. Action Jackson won, right? No, it was Mark Spector, my buddy Mark. Uh-huh. Just a guy, Mark Spector. Mark, if you're out there, Congratulations. You are the Clinger Holster Prize Pack winner. Clinger? I don't know what that is. Like from MASH? Yeah.
1: It is. (laughs) In a dress.
0: My, my dad. It's a holster you can wear in a dress? A holster you can wear in a dress. That's why it's a Clinger holster. That's right. I don't know what that means. Did we have, did you guys talk about that last week? Uh, Yes, clinger holster. The
3: origin of the name? I'm not sure. We We don't know about the origin of the name, but she,
1: it was our product review. Oh, you did a review Mm. of a
0: Clinger holster? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, we never enough. did that's, We so never don't have did ask
1: what the reason, where the name came from, did we?
3: You know, I've never given it any thought. Never thought about I it. I just right. thought it was great and funny. You're just not yeah.
1: as demented as Michael is.
0: <laughs> Clear. <Clinger. Yeah. laughs> See, that's what we missed. So we have, We we're. what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about Not Me. Um, Desi, you're going to interview somebody, right?
4: Yep, we're going to interview Sasha today.
0: Sasha is awesome. She's the best. She's been on before. And we're going to talk a little bit about her background and, and the Not Me program. And uh, we're also going to talk about... San Diego County gun owners, we released our voter guide. So we're going to uh, talk about the voter guide, how important it is, and then we're going to ha- we're going to talk to Mike Bauer from USCCA, mm-hmm. and of course Sam the Gunman.
4: Don't we have another special guest too in there? Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: Mike! Uh, yes, from we do. Public Square. There you go, Mike from Public Square. What Public Square is super interesting. I can't wait to uh, talk to him more about it. I think he's been on before, but we want to talk to him a little bit, especially going into an election season. Uh, public square is extremely uh interesting and and uh, I love the way he explains it and talks about it so I wanted to have him on and uh you know chat a little bit about it. it's not really directly I wouldn't say it's directly uh uh campaign or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh election uh oriented or, yeah but it but it, it going it's, it's it's related all right
1: yeah. well let's go ahead and take a break we are listening to gun owners radio FM 961 am 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM
3: 1170. The answer. Not Me San Diego is changing the narrative around women and guns. Program Director Desi Bergman is in studio, up next.
1: But first, if you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call California firearms lawyer John Dillon. If you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to note your guns are California compliant, call our trusted firearms attorney at, or John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws, 760 642 or you can visit his website at DylanLawGP.com. All right, Desi Bergman is in the house. How you doing, kid?
4: I'm good. How are you?
1: You've been staying busy? <laughs> what a-
4: busy, that's an understatement. <laughs> I know.
1: Just keep putting it on the plate, and it just keeps getting taller and taller. You
4: can thank Mike for that over there.
1: I know. Well, we got a lot to do.
0: We're trying to change the world here. Well, I noticed that, and you're doing one heck of a job at it, I might add. What, not just me, but she's doing a, a fantastic job awesome. it. You are a great delegator.
5: <laughs> I, he <has> to delegate <laughs> yes, I'm the great to delegator. You're now. the great
0: delegate. You need a t shirt. <laughs> I'm the great delegator.
1: But you love it. I'll get somebody to make it. that t shirt for me. Yeah, I know. But I mean, you <laughs> loved it when you first got into you know, not me. Yeah, it's Steve.
4: been about two and a half years since so I've been with the program now.
1: How many girls have you ran through the program?
4: So we have roughly 700 applicants at this point. I know the number's grown since you and I talked Whoa, last day. Oh, that's
1: a hundred since the last time we talked. I know. Not... I mean,
4: we keep bringing them in, and we keep helping them. And out of that 700, we roughly graduated about 675. So wow. we're, we're doing really good.
1: And how many are still with you? <laughs> I have to warn everybody: if you get anywhere near Desi and not me, SD, you might be a mentor.
4: Well, we... Choose. Or ambassador. We, yeah, it's an ambassador, right? So we love when our girls come through the program and then they come back and they want to give back because of their experience. Sure. So that's when they turn around to become an ambassador because they understand like what we did for them. So now they want to do the same for other women.
1: And you actually need that because as the program gets bigger and bigger and bigger... You need more and more ambassadors.
4: I do need more and more ambassadors because the last thing I want to do is get my ambassadors overwhelmed with too many women to help.
1: Exactly. Or yeah. have to turn anybody away.
4: Well, we would never turn anybody away.
1: Well, I know you say that. so But no. the pressure, the pressure of turning somebody away is not in your vocabulary.
4: No, it's not. We're always going to help anybody that comes to us looking for help. Yeah,
1: that is so, so cool. Yep. So what are the percentages of people that go through the program that end up coming back as an ambassador, would you say? They're
4: not as high as I would hope, but right. I would say on my team of about 15 ambassadors right now, I would say about five of them have okay. come back through. All
1: right, all yeah, right, all right.
4: That's a pretty good number.
1: Do you call them back up and say, hey, we need your help?
4: I do. All right, I, just, I might guilt trip them into it. I, like I how know. Mike guilt tri- trips me into everything, I do that's, that to my girls too. That's
0: where you learned
1: it I from. did. I learned it all from
4: <laughs> Mike. I learned my tricks from him. That's
0: amazing. <laughs> The, you know, the cool thing about the program, I think the thing that makes uh, the messaging of the program so successful is th- this isn't uh, this isn't a hobby. You know what I mean? This isn't a sport league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This isn't a, hey, come have fun. You know, I, I find that most people in San Diego, and especially uh, a lot of women in San Diego, plate's full. There's a lot going on. You know, they have family and job and all kinds of stuff going on. This is very, very. Uh, this program, not me, is very um, purpose driven. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. hey, this we're going to teach you and how to get the tools and how to use the tools that could possibly uh, defend save your life. your life. Exactly right. Yeah, I, I think that I, message I think that resonates. That kind of makes you know. I th- I think that if it's like a if it's like a if it were another hobby. I think that it would you know, there'd be well, I don't know, let me see, maybe hem ha hem right. ha but when it's like, Hey look, we're gonna we're gonna help you save yourself, it really turns into a it turns into a priority. You can mm-hmm. almost see the you know the decision you sure. know in their head like yeah you know what i got to do this yeah. i'm going to put time aside i'm going to do this then i'm going to move on with life right exactly. and take these take take this with me you know? and the reward is huge on the other side well i mean
4: empowerment for women is something you can't take away right? right and so that's one thing that i love about what we do is we make an effect on these women that will stay with them for the rest of their life so if you can help them take back their safety mm-hmm. i mean think about how empowered you are when you can feel that you can take your safety into your own hands i mean that will stay with them forever. Yeah. And so we make such a difference in so many women's lives and you know the program is definitely centered around we want to help women that have been victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. like that is our main demographic that we want to go after right. But the program has really evolved into a, really a great resource for women who are just looking for answers and for help.
1: Well, they want to be proactive. They do want to be reactive. proactive.
4: Yeah. so and
1: one thing with all of the insanity that's going on out on the country, yep you know and and you're starting to see more situations. And it's so funny too. Ever since I've gotten involved with you and and the group, like when I leave the house, I live in Alpine, and I'm driving down a free driving down the hill, and I see a single girl walking down the side of the road. First thing that pops into my head is, I wonder if she could, you know, protect herself. And I don't know why, but I until I met you, I never thought that. Well, I mean, because you never know, somebody could pull over, try to grab her, you know, drag her in the car, you know, that kind of mentality. Right. And hopefully, it'd be nice someday. You never have that thought again.
4: Well, unfortunately, the way the world is going right now, that's more common. Yeah. Right? I mean, and I wrote an article about a month or two ago where we talked about the 40 minute response, po- re- sorry, response time for a priority one call from a police. 40 minutes, Dave.
1: I was going to say, I thought it was longer than no, that. No, it's
4: 40 minutes right now. So think about what can happen in 40 minutes. Terrible. I mean, a lot, a lot can happen. And so, everything. If, yeah. Everything
0: so if, can happen. Everything bad you can think of in your head can happen in 40 minutes. Absolutely. So
4: we used to be able to count on the police. To maybe help us, but now they're just gonna come write a police report and hopefully draw an outline of a body that's on the floor that's not mine because I can protect, well, I can protect myself, but you you know these are feelings that we want women to have is that if something were to happen to them that they could protect themselves. And a lot of women come to us because they don't know where else to go, right? Like think about when you walk into a gun shop and you see the people behind the counter, nine out of 10, it's men, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. sometimes that can be very intimidating and if someone has a bad experience, just one time when they walk into a gun shop or into a gun range, they're done. They're done. They're never going to go back. And so, the great thing about the program, and this is not just a pamphlet, Dave, you know that. Like, this is a one on one, hands on mm-hmm. experience that we have that, you know, ambassadors like Alicia is on my team, right? She helps me out. Like, you get paired with a mentor, and we are there to help you every step of the way. So, right. we're a resource to make sure that you get the answers and the help that you're looking for. So we will help you pick out a firearm, right? Right. So, and there's a lot of things that factor into that. Grip, like how big do you want the gun to be? What are you looking for? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things to consider when you're purchasing a firearm for the first time. And one thing that we always try to direct all of our new applicants to is one of our shooting socials, right? Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. where they get paired with a one-on-one you know, mentor and they're gonna walk, walk them through the basics of, how do I stand, how do I shoot, right? And we always stress, shoot the gun before you buy it because mm-hmm. the last thing you wanna do is buy it and then not like it, right?
1: right? Uh, drive it, don't buy a car unless you're driven it.
4: Exactly, exactly. And so we also help them get training. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of resources out there, right? Like We don't do it ourselves even though I would say half my team of ambassadors are NRA instructors, but we want to send that business to the ranges until all the private instructors are out there, right? Because that's the great relationship that we have is we want to help them with that. And then I personally will teach these ladies how to get their CCW. So we do a virtual seminar Mm -hmm. every six weeks where I walk them step-by-step through the process on how to get their CCW. And so these are what we specialize in, and we are just trying to get the word out there that you know, if there's someone out there that needs help, right? Like we're here and we can, we want to help you get the answers that you're looking for.
1: And people are still in the dark when it comes to CCW. not just women. But people men still think too.
4: that you have to write a good cost statement.
1: I just had that same conversation <sighs> this weekend. Yep. And I said, no, 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 no. You don't need to do that anymore. Not anymore. And I send them to you know San Diego County Gun Owners website. Yep. I says, you know, because I'm not going to sit there and try, you know, tell them everything. I just go to the website; everything is right there. They'll explain it to you. Yeah, but I, but no, you're not listening. Yeah, we're going to have a new
0: video up too uh, in in about a week or two with uh, on how to get your CCW. That's got all the updated information. Ah, yeah.
4: So oh, very good.
1: We'll
0: have to we'll announce that. You know, one of the ways I knew that this program was going to be successful. It's because of me, right? Because of Desi. No, well, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. She's definitely made it successful, but. Before we launched it, I knew there was a need. Back before San Diego County gun owners, I, I, I well, I still do, but I used to carry pepper spray with me all the time.
1: And didn't you used to give it out?
0: Yeah, and I I, I would put it on the table. I'd take it out of my pocket and put it on the table when i when I was at a restaurant. When I was at a restaurant, and I swear, nine out of ten times, the waitress would ask about it. You know, and I'd make some stupid joke, and that would start a conversation. It's for like, my
1: it's for my bacon and eggs. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's in case I have a salad emergency, you know, or whatever, and and uh, um, and that would start a conversation. And uh, a lot of the time, maybe I don't know. I'm gonna say half the time, quarter of the time, I'd say, you know what, just take this bottle, you know, just take this bottle, and I'll, I'll go buy more. Right. Um, and uh, so I knew that need was there. It's not quite the same thing, but I knew that need was there. Well, that's only because
1: Jenny's doesn't do spaghetti. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, you'd still be passing it out. I would be spraying
1: in in protest. But no, all kidding aside, I mean, you know, every time I talk to somebody about the program, their eyes kind of light up. They light up, right? It's like, really? Really? I got to get some of your business cards so I can pass them out to people. There you go.
4: (laughs) Dave, do you remember how much the program is, too?
1: Yeah, it's too more than I can afford. (laughs) It's free. That's what I said. It's more than I can afford i live in the
4: world i mean we want to make it affordable for women that are looking for help right and that's why we did it for free so we have great support with the organizations behind us you know we have the original pack that was started in san diego and we do have a footprint now in orange county and inlet empire which is great so we're going to be taking what we've learned and built here in san diego Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. replicating that in the other two counties which is great so you know we're here and we're ready to help, we just have to get the word out there.
1: So let me ask you this, because I'm sure there's a lot of women listening to this program as we speak. If they haven't been through the program, can they still be a mentor or an ambassador?
4: So they can. So we're always looking for... But you'd
1: rather have them go through
4: the program. Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. And you don't even have to be a completely knowledgeable gun owner to be a part of the program. So we look for two parts of this. We either look for the ladies that want to come to us and looking for help, right? Like they're looking for answers. How do I get a firearm? But on the other side, we're looking for individuals like Alicia Mm -hmm. who want to help and they're the ones that make the program successful, right? right? Because they're the ones reaching out to these ladies on a daily, a weekly basis and helping guide them through the program. Mm -hmm. So our program is not successful without our ambassadors that are there to kind of like in the trenches. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm definitely there behind the scenes like doing a lot of the work and then I handle the special unique ones that come (laughs) through to us and I, I love those ones. You know what I'm talking about, Alicia. <laughs> oh, we um, got
1: to have this conversation no. off air. <laughs> uh,
4: that's an off air conversation, Mike. You know about this yeah. one too. Um, but it's not possible without these ladies, right? right? And
1: well, that's why I was well, saying. As much as you need ambassadors, would you accept a, you know, a, a young lady that, you know, ha- maybe has some gun knowledge or doesn't have gun knowledge, mm-hmm. but has the desire to help? Of course, you can always
0: train.
4: I can always train them, correct. Right. And and,
0: you- and one of the things that you mentioned that I really uh, really want to emphasize because there's always a little bit of confusion um, is the, the ambassadors aren't, and she talked about this, they're not doing the gun training. Right. So they're not saying, hey, I'm going to show you, I'm the right. instructor. I'm not your instructor. Right. They help, they, they assess what they need. Like, oh, okay, you're brand new. So we need to get you some, you know, some basic classes. Uh, we need to. See, figure I didn't out, realize that. Yeah, yeah, we need to figure out. Okay, well, what kind of gun are you going to eventually buy? You know, you need to be able to try a couple different guns, and then eventually, I'm going to I'm going to show you how to get your your you know your CCW. So they they're kind of the concierge. You mm-hmm. know, that's why we call them ambassadors, not instructors. Right. Yeah. They take them by the hand and say, Hey, you know what? We're going to go through this together. Because otherwise, we'll you the information. They don't you. know how to do it.
6: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So the ambassadors don't have to be certified instructors. They don't no. have to be gun experts.
4: They're there, there is a resource to help these ladies through the program. Gotcha. And when the ambassadors don't know an answer, they come to me. If I don't know the answer, I go to Mike. If Mike doesn't know the answer, then we don't know, we I don't know, the, know answer. the answer. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, or, no, we'll yeah. go.
1: No, we'll go to <laughs> your nephew. Yeah, exactly.
4: Sam. Sam, Sam. Sam would always know the, the answer, Sam right? Sam the Gunman
1: definitely will know the answer. All right. We'll so stick the, what? the answer. But stick around, folks. This is Gun Radio, FM ninety six AM eleven seventy.
2: The answer.
1: All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM ninety six one. A.M. 1170.
2: The answer.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Orange County Gun Owners is dedicated to preserving and restoring Orange County gun rights. OCGO has developed a strong permanent infrastructure that focuses on changing the face of gun ownership by getting volunteers involved in local levels of activism and outreach. We have made a profound influence and advancement on policies, protection, the Second Amendment Throughout all of Orange County, if you live in Orange County and you want to help defend and restore the Second Amendment, you need to join ocgunowners slash join. Volunteer at a shooting social, at a gun shop, a tabletop, and help more pro gun local officials get elected. Become a member today. ocgunowners slash join. All right, back with Desi. Hi, Dave. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Now I look at you as a scuba diver. Used to look at you as a gun instructor. Now you're a scuba diver. Scuba diver. I'm
4: both now. What
1: color is your wetsuit?
4: What color do you think it is? Pink. No, it's teal.
1: Oh, I yes. you look stunning. I've never seen a teal wetsuit. Well,
4: it's gray and teal, but like all of my fins are teal. My mask is teal. Well, of course it is. Of course it is. My instructor kept calling me her teal fish. She said, where's my teal fish? And so I was her teal fish, and right. it was super awesome. I
1: know. Now you just got to repaint your
4: car. It's no, we're not going to paint my car teal. That's too much. That I like my blue car. You like your blue car. I well, do. it's close.
1: It looks like water.
4: Yes, exactly. All
1: right. So you have a calling guest?
4: I do. I have Sasha. Sasha, are you there? I hope so. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Hi. I think this is actually my second time i have done on Show. Yes, radio. Sasha yeah. has been with us before.
1: I know. So are you a scuba diver, too?
4: Oh, no. No, no. That, that's not for Sasha. We've talked about this.
5: There's, there, there's sharks down there. Yeah, uh,
1: girl out to my own heart. No, I'm right there with you.
4: <laughs> so, Sasha, you've been with me for how long as an ambassador? It's been a couple of years, right?
5: I was going to say, I think I'm in my second or third
4: year, at least. Exactly. So she's uh, been I mean,
5: with I've me. Had my, yeah, I've had my CCW for four years,
4: almost yep. five years. So you've been so. with me since the beginning, since I took over. Yes. Wow. And how did you find out about the Not Me SD program, and how did I recruit you?
5: Uh, Well, um, through San Diego County Gun Owners, um, my husband and I used that resource to get our CCWs. As soon as we became citizens um, in October of 2016, yeah, my husband's from Brazil, I'm from Canada and England, and... We couldn't have guns, obviously, in Canada or England, mm. and Brazil, we could have guns. Uh, he could. He actually had a federal um, permit to carry, which was cool because he could go on planes and stuff with them. But um, I didn't have the justification to be able to own a gun, so I couldn't have one.
7: Mm.
5: So, um, as soon as we moved here, and be- we, did, we actually waited until we became citizens because we were just worried that, you know, we put a target on our back and they might say no. Mm. <laughs> so... We waited, and as soon as we did the ceremony, um, I think the next day my husband had his paperwork and made the appointment at the sheriff's department for um, our CCW. And at that time, I think it was about a nine-month waiting period.
4: Seems Um, about right.
5: Yeah. So we uh, did our CCWs, and I went to um, a couple of events through San Diego County Gun Owners, and I think that's how we first
4: met. That was how we first met. It's been about two years that we've been together now. Wow! And Sasha, yeah, what ma'am. do you like about being a part of the program? Like, why? Why do you want to do this? And why do you like helping?
5: Honestly, because I had to, um, and I say that really like meaning that because I was so reliant on my husband to do all the dirty work for me (laughs) and because he enjoys it, right? He loves his weapons. And so it was a pleasure for him to clean my gun. It's a pleasure for him to do, you know, do this, do that, organize my gun case. I mean, he is helping and always wants to help, but I got to a point where I thought if I'm going to carry a CCW, I need to be so proficient with, um not just being able to shoot a gun but with like all aspects of gun ownership. All
1: right, and you need to, you need to introduce your husband to Mike. Yeah. Cuz he doesn't like to clean his gun. He doesn't like to organize his his carrier. <laughs> it sounds like your husband and I would be a great couple. Yeah. You guys would make <laughs> Oh my <laughs> gosh. <He>, Stunning. <laughs>
5: <yeah, laughs> I mean my, my goal is to um replace his income one day so he can stay home and be a gunsmith or something like that. Cuz that's that's how much he loves, you know, he's an engineer at heart. So, um, but, you know, I relied on that. And then you become, you kind of become useless, to be honest. Your skill, you don't learn the skills that you need to, to be able to handle a weapon properly. And um, I was actually terrified to be an ambassador at first because I thought, I don't know enough. I just don't know enough. I'm not an expert. I'm not an instructor. I can shoot well. Obviously, I got my CCW. Um, But I was very, very, I think I was more scared than the, Mentees to be honest the mm-hmm. first time I did it
4: but we got through it together though we did and it was so I mean
5: it was it was empowering for me to be able to do that and then to witness what I was doing for other women then that that just became kind of just so incredibly profound but I just wanted to do it again and again and again because I actually realized I was changing these women's lives.
4: Right. And that's what 100%. we do. We change lives.
5: A hundred percent.
4: Now, Chancen, um, I know you've helped a lot of women through the program at this point, but is there someone that sticks out that in your heart, you say, yeah, I really helped her that you want to talk about?
5: Um, yes, there's two. There's, um, I call them my gun tote and grannies. <laughs> I love <because> it. <laughs> they are usually older women, uh, 60 and older that live on their own and they've been around the block or two, shall we say, they understand that they are on their own when it comes to their own personal safety. They understand the world has unfortunately changed for the worse in terms of um, reliance on even, never mind just the police, but even neighbors Mm -hmm. and passers by. And, you know, people will stop and film you on their phone before they'll step in to interfere, you know? And so this one, um, you know, I would not elderly, but just, you know, senior lady came and because her car, she, she knew there was some activity in the area that she wasn't comfortable with. And her car, I think some stuff had been, her house had been vandalized and then her car had been ransacked. And she just was like, she said, she said, my house was going to be next. You know, they're just kind mm-hmm. of testing the boundaries. First the house, then the car, Um, I'm here on my own. I don't know what to do. And um, she never thought she'd pick up a gun in her life and came out of that one shooting social, um, putting every single bullet right in the body as a body shot and a massive smile on her face. And, you know, we just walked through her buying her first gun um, and, and everything that that entailed
4: that's awesome i love that and one thing i love about going to this shooting socials and sasha you mentor a lot too is when you see that fear in these ladies that come through the program Like the first time they pull the trigger you see them jump you see them scared but then towards the end of it you'll see them a lot more relaxed and having fun and especially when they they're getting those good shots right like you see them start to get really really excited and i always love watching it change from oh my gosh i'm so scared to this is fun right i love seeing that and you know we have seen an increase of kind of like senior ladies coming through our program right because to sasha's point they are by themselves and they understand that the world isn't what it was you know a few years ago and so they want to protect themselves and you know you're never too old to purchase fire so there is
1: no age limit
4: i don't think there's an age limit do you
5: No, on the contrary, I think the older you get, that becomes more and more your only form of self-defense. Because let's face it, you know, you're not going to be 75-year-old, a 75-year-old woman thinking you're going to fight yourself out of a a situation. You just don't. You'll, You'll be a victim, you know, quicker than a young person would be. So, to me, it becomes just more and more essential. Um, Even my mom and all her friends, you know, they all are getting weapons now, and they just know that they are on their own when it comes to the self You
1: know how embarrassing it would be if a guy jumped one of these ladies and got taken out?
4: I would love to see that video. I would love to see see that. You just see this little little granny come out and be like, boom, boom. All right, cool.
1: Next, oh, I can't do this anymore. Like, don't
4: mess with this lady, man.
1: Well, and I think that's the beauty of this program. You don't know. No. You know, I mean, not not everybody's like Alicia. Looks like she's, uh, you know, going to shoot you tomorrow. She's got all her gear on
4: but you never know what can happen <laughs> yes, right that's and this true. is something that we not, we not only teach but we try to practice within the program right, right? is right. we want would rather you be prepared with you know, the tools to protect yourself, then be in a situation where you need something and you don't have it. Yeah, the
1: only way you can be prepared is to train, train.
4: train and train some train, more.
1: And train some more,
4: absolutely. Right. Even as gun owners, I mean, we take classes all the time, right, right. just to make sure we're training and keeping up with our skills. Because if you don't shoot that often, I mean, those are skills that can perish and can go away, yeah. right? And so, yeah. you know. It's we- not
1: right. It's not like riding a bicycle.
4: No, Yeah. it's not.
1: It takes constant training. And you have to keep staying fresh is, I guess, the easiest way to to say it. And you don't need a helmet. You do. (laughs) Mike
4: does because he's special.
1: I know. Wouldn't he look good in a helmet? Yeah. You probably
4: want a pink one.
0: Like a Darth Vader. No,
1: the leather one, you know, like they used to wear. (laughs) Oh, the special one? (laughs) Hey, we have to beat up on him because he bailed on us for two weeks and didn't tell us. Well, I, I did too. Tell you, no, you did. You and I are wrestling. You did write it days. down on a piece of paper and gave it to this old man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you could read. I know. Well, I got. I, I do. I can read a
4: little. So bit. Sasha, you. I'm going to let the boys stop talking for a second so oh. we can get back to our girl yeah, chat. What are we talking about? I don't even know what you guys I are talking know. about. I don't know. But talking. you have been an amazing part of the program, and you've definitely helped a lot of women through it. And you are, have always been with us. You do so many mentorships and so much training. Am I, am I going to keep you around for a little bit? Are, are we still in this together?
5: Oh, oh for sure. I can't. I, this is kind of addicting for me because it feels like a little bit of a superpower, to be honest with
4: you. Now, tell me um, about that superpower that you feel. I, I love this. I've n- never heard it called that before.
5: Well, because when, so the second person that I've um, helped at a shooting social um, that's most memorable, memorable to me was a young lady who actually had been present in the synagogue when in Poway, oh. when it got shot up. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, she, I mean, if I could tell you the shaking that she was doing before picking up, just walking into the gun range part after you got your eyes and ears on. And um, her father and brother were in another you know, area close to us. Um, and honestly, she really didn't think she would be able to shoot more than one or two bullets. Um, and she was almost in tears, too, frankly, a lot of the time. I mean, you can just imagine... The PTSD, the emotions—terrible. All, all of right.
1: that. Sasha, thank you very, yes. very much for taking time out of your Sunday and giving us a call. Because it's just so—it's so enlightening to have have you on, and we appreciate it. And Desi, thanks for having her. Thanks, Sasha. My well, pleasure.
4: It's my pleasure. You guys have a great Sunday. You, you too.
1: All right, we're gonna take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six AM
2: eleven seventy. The answer.
1: Hey folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961
2: AM 1170. The answer. Michael seal C- CEO of Public Square, is on next.
1: But first, did you know you have a world-class flight training school here in San Diego? Pilots can fly almost every day. We're close to the ocean, the desert, the mountains. That's why San Diego is one of the best places to learn how to fly in the world. Learn to fly in San Diego right at Montgomery Field. Getting started is super easy. You can call 858-569-1822 or you can learn to fly with SDFTI
0: or call them at 858-569-1822. Michael Seifert is the CEO of Public Square. Dave, have you heard of Public Square before? No, I haven't. It's actually really, really interesting, and uh, I wanted him to come on and talk about it. You know, everything is uh, political these days, and and uh, 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 Public Square is a, an important resource, and, of course, we have the election coming right up. So, Michael, how are you doing, man? I'm fantastic. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you for, for coming on. Let's start off with... Uh, give us a nice thorough explanation of what what is public square
6: i'd be happy to so long story short over the past decade the american economy has largely gone what we would call woke the major corporations of the day have uh really paired with a government that is intent on making the lives of patriot-minded liberty-loving americans far more difficult and in turn, you've seen this kind of move from corporate, corporations to embrace this globalist mentality where Americans come last. And so for us, what we were inspired to do is to create a marketplace that was America first. So we've actually created a digital platform, a website and an app called Public Square. You can find it at publicsq.com. And we are the world's largest compilation of Patriot owned businesses. Um, and it's been phenomenal. So we, we actually launched here out of San Diego, California, in a soft launch about 11 months ago with this dream of creating an economy that worked for uh, America First Patriots, where every single business owner that was on the platform had agreed with a set of values that would help the consumers know that they were shopping with a blessed assurance that the companies they were purchasing from do not hate them or their values. And in turn, what we've created is this incredible constitutional marketplace that's growing every single day, full of business owners and consumers alike that make our country special. So today we've got about... 30,000 different business vendors on the platform wow you know, 30,000 of- yeah you got it
0: from all you over know. the country or, or is it ju- it's not it's not just you san got- diego right it's all over the country
6: yep so 11 months ago we launched in san diego in late november we spread out to all of california march 7th we began our nationwide expansion and as of july 4th about 10 weeks ago we were officially in all 50 states
0: that's a you know that's amazing and there are there's it's kind of a it's kind of – it's almost like an anti-trend, right? I mean, the trend kind of went with this whole woke thing. And then and then there was backlash, and, and a lot of people said, you know what, I, I don't really like the way that some of these uh, private businesses are are, uh, are are treating their customers. And, and it kind of became a trend to, to you know, seek out people that – or, you know, companies that shared values or at least didn't work against their values. And it you guys seem – but uh by and large the, to be the most successful of, of these platforms you guys do such a great job what why are you guys so much more successful than than uh than some of your competitors or, or similar ideas
6: well thank you first off um but I, I you know i really appreciate that call out because it's all credit to our team and their willingness to truly own the mission we work so hard every single day we have our office here out of san diego we've got about 40 people working on the project and their resilience in the face of a lot of adversity has led to this becoming, you know, the most notable platform of its kind. It's, it's a social commerce platform, too, which is neat. So not only do we provide a directory of these businesses that love their country and love the freedoms that are allotted by our Constitution and protected by it, but they're all, we're also a platform that allows for the business owners to connect with the community members. And, you know, the best feedback we've ever gotten has been from the multitude of people that said, you know, because of this platform, I no longer feel alone. I no longer feel like my values are under attack, but I actually feel like we finally have a place where they're embraced. And best thing is for consumers and business alike, it's free. So that's been part of the way that we've been able to scale so quickly and become the largest platform of our kind. It's free for both business and user to join the experience. And that's, you know, that just allows for. there to be really no barriers to entry. If you're a passionate, patriot-minded American, there's nothing stopping you from heading to publicsq.com. Take a few minutes to build a profile and get started.
4: So, hey, Michael, it's Desi. How are you?
6: I'm fantastic, Desi. How are you doing?
4: Doing good, doing good. So, we have, of course, a bunch of different people that listen into Gun Owners Radio. So, I want you to talk to our business owners and then also to our consumers about how they could actually get onto your platform and list their business and what kind of benefits and successes that you've seen from business owners actually being on your site.
6: I'd love to. That's a great question. So I'll start with the business owners. If you are a business owner that loves your country and loves the freedoms that patriotic minded Americans hold dear, you go to publicsq.com. And right there on the landing page, you'll see that there's an add your business for free button. You take about five, six minutes, you create your business profile, you hit submit, and within a few days, your business will be live on the directory. And what's really neat is you can edit your profile, you can add pictures, you can add a description, you can even offer a discount to Public Square consumers that will just give them that extra incentive to come visit your business. So, for example, about 30%, about 40% now, actually, of all the businesses on the platform will actually give a discount to Public Square consumers as an incentive to spend money in alignment with your values. And that's just been an extra driver. In terms of testimonies that we've heard from these business owners, I mean, we've heard everything from a hair salon saying that she had the best month she's ever had in her entire business times five solely from being on the public square platform. We've heard everything from that to, you know, the the office supply company out of Alabama just two weeks ago, joined the platform for the first time. And already in the last two weeks, they've received eight major clients that have made them profitable enough to last the entire year. Just wow. Those eight clients public square. So it's amazing, not only consumer-facing, but also helping business owners connect with other businesses, which is fantastic, because that's really the goal. Create a parallel economy that can exist as its own autonomous system that helps us kind of, again, push back against the perils of globalism. And then for the user, for the community member, (laughs) it's uh, even simpler. You literally head to publicsq.com, you sign up, and um, within about 120 seconds, you'll be live on the platform You have a shop online tab that will give you access to tens of thousands of businesses around the country that will serve you anywhere around the nation. And then you also have the shop local tab that'll help you figure out what's in your area. So we have a little map where all the little pins are businesses that are a part of our experience. And then the last thing that I'll highlight is for business owners and users alike, there's a group section where you can actually interact with other people that are driven to join the public square platform for the same reasons you are. And there you can talk about everything from, Farming in your front yard—we have a group about that. To how to vote in local elections and make sure that you're registered, we have meme groups. We have everything you can <laughs> want. Gun Owners Radio has a group on the app. You know, it's really a fantastic experience. Again, not just for the shopping portion, but also so that you can connect with the other people that were driven to join the app for the same reasons you were.
0: So, hey, well,
1: so wait a minute. Oh, go ahead. Dan. Guess what, Michael? What's up? When he started, yeah. Hey, I just got finished myself on the app see yeah. now if, if dave can and do if it.
4: i can do it anybody, anybody, can, do anybody
1: it. can do it <laughs> I best. just and it was so easy I, I i just i can't even begin to tell you i'm just telling you for a fact see guys i'm
0: on it that's awesome yes.
4: and michael so, what you don't see is that all of us are logged into public square now on our apps in the studio that's right
0: <laughs> i am though so Love is it, it. it it's anything it. right like if i want a plumber or a mechanic Dude, or every... i'm looking to buy a house or anything hey they have a bakery a bakery. Ooh, I
4: like bakeries. bakeries. Yeah, no, do they have Desi's desserts on
0: there? <laughs> no, but they have jewelry. They got health and
1: wellness, grocery and markets, fitness. So any there's, there's
0: no limitation. No. Right? There's no there's no uh, category left out. And it's yeah. You got You got automotive. They so know. what is well, let me ask you, um like how do you do how would you describe I think we all know, but how would you describe woke?
6: Yeah, I would say that it's it's uh, it's actually pretty simple. I would say that woke ideology, the world view that woke describes, is as simple as prioritizing collectivism, and communist ideals related to seeing people as a faction rather than valuing the individual as an individual. And that's that actually a really good explanation. Okay, I,
0: that's a really good explanation. Yep. One more time, say that one more time. I, I, I repeat that one yeah. more time.
6: Absolutely. When someone is believing or seeing the world through a woke worldview, they're essentially categorizing people with a collectivist, communistic mindset. So they're labeling people based upon the group that they belong to, quote unquote. So you're in the white camp or the black camp or the gay camp or the straight camp or whatever your collective group is, rather than valuing every single human being in the public square as an individual, realizing they were created uniquely by God, and therefore they're allotted individual rights that were given to them by God. Therefore, because government did not give them their rights, they cannot take them away. And so for a government to work effectively, it has to prioritize and protect the rights of the individual. And woke basically wants to pull down everything I just said.
1: So what, alien doesn't fit? No. Alien? Yeah. (laughs) They're all aliens. They're from another country. Or another country. You know, they're from out there. I thought we were talking about, like, UFO That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's what woke is.
4: (laughs) Now, Michael, when did you first hear about San Diego County gun owners? Because I think, you did we find you guys, or did you guys find us?
0: That's a good question.
6: That's actually a very great question. I remember that we first heard about you guys last fall, and uh, immediately were enthralled by the whole concept, because we are from San Diego County. We are gun owners. And we have a high value as a company of protecting the Second Amendment, because, again, that is one of those rights that was allotted to every single individual in the public square that government is supposed to be protecting. Right. Um, So they did not give us our rights to bear arms. They protect our natural endowed rights to bear arms. And you guys as an organization, I believe, are on the front lines of fighting for that more than anyone else. And so Public Square is proud to partner with you guys in that effort.
0: Well, All thank right. you so much. Huge, it uh, uh, means a lot that you, yes. uh, you know, the, the words that you just said. There's, means a whole lot. Yeah. I, I look forward to doing a lot more with Public Square. You guys are truly the best format in what you're doing. And thank you so much for coming on the show, man. And get on it. It's easy.
4: Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael.
1: Thanks. All right. Gun Owners Radio, FM one AM 1170.
2: The answer...
1: is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM
2: 1170. The answer. Local activism is where it's at. My friend Mike is going to talk about, about the voter guide and how you can help protect and restore the Second Amendment.
1: But first, gun prom is coming to the Inland Empire. Get your dresses and suits ready. Dust off those dancing shoes and get ready to celebrate and support The Second Amendment. Join us and other Second Amendment supporters on November 12th at the March Air Museum in Riverside. Celebrate with delicious food, drinks, dancing, and check out some awesome aircraft. And don't miss your chance to win some amazing prizes as well. Support the Second Amendment at the same time. Get your tickets now at
0: gunprom.com. So, San Diego County Gun Owners and Orange County Gun Owners and Inland Empire Gun Owners, we have a lot of different programs, uh, including this radio show, Not Me. We talk a lot about the different programs. You know, we 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 go in the media. We have our gun shop tabletops, um, our, our shooting socials. We do a lot. We really, truly are the Second Amendment community in our uh, different counties. But the number one most important thing that we do, the entire point of our existence, is our voter guide. And San Diego just came out with their voter guide. Orange and Inland Empire, they're going to announce their voter guide on, on Thursday. And I'm very, very proud. We have over 30 people that uh, that need your help. If you're in San Diego, we have over 30 candidates running that need your help. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, well, you know, how do we decide who to endorse? And then, you know, who are these folks? Because I'm really, really proud. Um, but, you know, we, we endorse based on four criteria. Number one, of course, first and foremost, is how they stand on the Second Amendment. And, uh you know, unapologetic about our stance on the Second Amendment. We want to know: Are they for these, you know, gun bans like the assault weapons ban, uh, or will they help us get rid of them? Do they support magazine bans, or or do they think that you know, hey, you should be able to defend yourself most effectively? Uh, where do they stand on CCWs? All all the the important things when it comes to uh, your your right to keep and bear arms. And we, we we don't just send out a questionnaire; we sit down and talk with them. We uh, question them. We, you know, research them. Um, it's very, very, very high touch. We're, we're far more important. It's far more important that we get the right people than we get a lot of people. But coincidentally, this time we got a lot of the right people, which is very, very cool. And I'm very, very proud of that. Uh, second criteria is viability. Um, you know, when I was uh, working my way through as a, as a volunteer, it would be extremely frustrating to, get a few months into following somebody who's very pro-gun and they're running for office and I'm going to help them. And I put all this time and effort and come to find out they, they don't have the ability to raise money. They're not able to organize. They don't have a staff. They're not doing the things that that needs to happen in order to run. And I'll tell you that, you know, running into those dead ends when you, you could be supporting somebody who really, you know, is pro-Second Amendment and they know what they're doing, uh, you, you know, it's extremely frustrating. So, viability is extremely important we're not going to ask you to put time and effort into somebody if they're not putting time and effort into themselves so second amendment stance viability third is character and character is kind of a broad statement you know even if they're pro second amendment and they're viable and you know they have a chance of winning you know if if they have some kind of character issue we're not going to support them because uh you know it's just too important uh you know the quality of a person is uh is crucial and uh, we're certainly not going to taint the Second Amendment community by supporting somebody who, uh, you know, has character issues. And then the fourth thing is effectiveness. And the way that came about was uh, we, we got a few people in office and then we went back and said, hey, we need your help. And they weren't anywhere to be found. So we wanted to know, hey, are you actually effective? Are you actually going to do things to help us? So those are the four criteria. Those are the four things that we look at. And uh, we vet the heck out of them. We spend a lot of time. And then once we get all the research in, we actually have our, our Board of Advisors. Um, you know, We put the information in front of the Board of Advisors. Many of the people on our Board of Advisors are uh, very active in the political community. And uh, so a lot, of, a lot of folks, they already know. A lot of the candidates, they already know. Um, and they vote. And they vote. And it's not just a, a majority vote. They, they actually have to get three-quarters of the vote in order to uh, get endorsed. So it's something we take very, very seriously. Um, it's the most important thing we do. So up on our website, if you go to SanDiegoCountyGunowners.com dot com and you go to the voter guide section, we have an election section, voter guide section, and of course it's up on the uh, it's up on the main page right now too. You're going to see over thirty people. Um, at the very top, we have uh, county folks like Kelly Martinez for sheriff, who we're very proud of. I think number one, we're going to win if we do. We continue to do the things that it takes to get her elected, um, uh, and and she wins and uh, is sheriff. We're going to have an extremely competent, hardworking sheriff. Who's done great things for a CCW program? I, I got to tell you, we have a really great opportunity to to elect somebody who knows what they're doing, and uh, very very proud of that endorsement. Amy Reichart. Amy Reichart has been on the show a number of times. She was at Gun Prom. If you were at Gun Prom, uh, she's a we, we. She's been to shooting socials. She's been, turned into a wonderful supporter. Um, she got very very active during the uh, COVID uh, shutdowns, and mm. uh, is now running against Nathan Fletcher. Nathan Fletcher is a Horrible, horrible person, um, and we need to get him out of office. So do everything you can to uh, support Amy because she's man, she's so hardworking. Jim Desmond is county supervisor up in North County. He's he, his district has changed a little bit, um, and he definitely needs your help. He's been extremely supportive of San Diego County Gunners. In fact, we gave him an a, an elected of the year award at our dinner uh, a little while back. Uh, Jordan Marks is the he's running for county assessor um jordan's been around for forever uh he's definitely a a second amendment guy and then as you get down lower into the list you're going to see all the city council members all the the uh, smaller pictures are all the city council members we we kind of have them uh lumped together but the cool thing is about all these candidates is all over the county from north to south to east um you'll you'll be able to find somebody to support even if you don't have somebody in your city, there's somebody in the city right next to your city that you can support. Um, and, and if you look at these candidates, there are incumbents, there are brand new green folks, you know, who've never run before, who want need your help. Um, there are, and they're all, uh, you know, pro Second Amendment folks. There are some people that have been working really, really hard in the, in the Second Amendment community, and they're uh, uh, now they're running for office. Like you guys had Mike Johnson mm-hmm. last last uh, week. We endorsed him. He's running for Escondido City Council. Um, you know, there's somebody, uh, there's somebody here that everyone listening should be proud to support. At least one person. You know, Brian Pepin's running for Poway City Council. Brian is is he, he grew up around guns. Uh, he's been a longtime supporter of San Diego County gun owners. Um, he you know he puts his money where his mouth is. Mm-hmm. Dane White. He's running for Escondido Mayor. Dane works our tabletops. Um, You know, he buys a table at our dinner. Um, He calls me every couple of months and asks, you know, questions on this and that. Uh, Melanie Burkholder is running in Carlsbad City Council. Uh, Melanie is, uh, she's had a CCW as long as I've known her. Uh, Laura Lothian, you know, this is, uh, if you're anywhere near La Mesa, we have three people in La Mesa that are running. Christine Eliseo for mayor. Christine used to be on our board of advisors. She used to be on our, our advisory board. Uh, Laura Lothian. We helped get her into office, and that already paid dividends when they they tried to uh, pass a storage uh, regulation. And then Tony Orlando. Uh, those three are running for. Um, yeah, I know. I made that. <laughs> you and I are the only ones that know who Tony Orlando is, Dave. Which dates us more than I'd like I to know. say. Um, I'm holding my I can't tell you how many people I was like Tony Orlando if we endorse him do we have to endorse Don I can't tell you how many people are like who, who are you talking about is Don you Dawn... and I are the only ones I know, know I, I
7: can't tell you how I, many people hold on hold on Did I like you know? to,
0: yes. I like Ty Yell around the old,
7: old tree that's a good song
0: <laughs> I, I told that joke a hundred times and finally said I gotta hang it up no Nobody one is getting knows. this that's but so I can't tell you how many emails I got back from people well-known people that you've heard of who were just like i don't know who Don is is that someone that's running in the mesa as well is that someone we should consider i'm like no it's Ugh, never mind jackson you knew who tony orlando is right tony orlando tony orlando and Don. uh
2: no or actually yes
0: oh good close enough close so enough. what i need you to do is go to san diego county gun owners find somebody and support them click on their link Donate to them. You're dying your time. The only thing you have in politics is uh, money and people. Uh, we're very, very proud of this selection. Check out the city council members, check out the school board members, and get out and vote. But don't just vote. Support the, the candidates and get other people to vote. Absolutely. And tell your friends. All right, this is Gun Owners Radio. FM
1: 961,
2: AM 1170. The answer.
1: Alright folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170 Oh my
2: gosh The answer
1: Alright, rip Ma- it up
2: Mike Bauer from United States Concealed Carry Association is on next
1: But first, a lot of companies are frustrated with their website It looks old, it's out of date and it's just not getting customers Well Sage Drew gets it Since 2005, SageTree has been helping companies with websites that look great, work great, and get leads. Stop being frustrated by your website and get one that you're proud to share. Contact SageTree today to get a website that makes the phone ring. Getting started is easy. Call 866-728-9100. That's 866-728-9100 and fix your website. So... Young lady, why don't you tell us who Mike is?
4: I would love to tell you. Mike Bauer is the regional manager for Delta Defense, the service provider to the U.S. Concealed Carry Association, also known as USCCA. In his position, Mike continues to grow, develop, and distribute the life-saving training and education that USCCA offers within his territories. In addition to his career at Delta Defense, Mike is an inventor, public speaker, a father who has grown his training, education, and knowledge of firearms into one of his most important roles— his family's first line of defense. You can call him at 262-339-3386.
1: I just want you to know, Mike, that's the first time we've ever had anybody do an intro on a guest.
0: Yeah. So well, she he, did an amazing job. She did an amazing job, so congratulations. She's, I think it's the first time we've ever had somebody on this side of the mic that can read. Well, there's that too. <laughs> All right, let's go. How you doing, Mike?
8: I am doing excellent. I couldn't be more happy to be here today. <laughs> at least they are laughing
1: his butt off. I love it. So uh
8: well, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm laughing because the uh, the first part started me off saying I'm an inventor, and good as gracious, I wish I could be an inventor. I am an investor, though. So ah, like, um, I feel like it'd be way cooler. I, I was promoting
4: you, Mike. I was, I was giving you more credit. Ask you, what
0: did you invent? I I couldn't wait to. <laughs> All right, looks like I got to take back that Ken Reed comment. <laughs> yes, you do. You're
4: supposed to run with it, Mike. Come on, I was trying to give you some props here.
8: I've invented a lot of things in my life. Most of them
0: I've never heard of. So.
8: <laughs>
4: there you go. I those, love it. Those to, are the best Way kind. to own it.
7: <laughs> How
0: are you guys tonight? Good. Excellent. So talk to us about So USCCA is is one of our sponsors. We're so happy. You guys have been so supportive. Awesome. You guys uh, uh, have been enormously supportive of San Diego County Gun Owners, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's kind of hand in glove. San Diego County Gun Owners was uh, solely responsible for getting CCWs in San Diego. Uh, you know before the Bruin well before the Bruin case and uh, you guys are uh, you know if you're going to carry you need to have a product like USCCA Um, so talk about uh, USCCA what's what's important about USCCA
8: Sure. So I know a lot of guys are, are repeat listeners for uh, for what you guys do, but the, the short version uh, of the 30,000-foot uh, view, the USCCA uh, we serve over 680,000 responsibly armed Americans across the entire U.S., uh, people who are choosing to be their family's first line of defense. Um, we want to make sure that people are not only educated and trained, uh, that membership also includes uh, some self-defense liability insurance along with that. Um, the main thing, as you guys would agree, is making sure that Look, if you just have a firearm, that is not enough to be able to protect your family. Uh, it's just a tool. You need the knowledge, you need the training, and that's where USCCA steps up to make sure that we meet people where they're at and be able to bring them to the next level.
0: Now, it feels like that there's it, gun ownership today is so different than it was 20 years ago, so different than it was 40 years ago. It's definitely, there, there's an, an evolving experience when it comes to gun ownership, don't you think?
8: I'd agree. I mean, I'll speak from my own experience. Uh, I didn't grow up in a firearm household by any means. Uh, I didn't get into firearm ownership until I was, gosh, in my 20s. And so for me, when I first started having my family, even from where I started with the training and with the firearms that were available now to what are available, uh, or then I should say, until now, it's really evolved even in 10 years. So I can't even imagine just stringing it out even longer.
0: So what do you th- what do you think that evolution is? What's different, you know, today than than 20, 30, 40 years ago?
8: I think that the internet has certainly sped a lot of things up. Uh, I think that um, it's much more difficult to be ignorant <laughs> when it comes to um, really anything, but one thing that I would say continues to be there is even though the training and the education that you can get online or in person has has gotten better, we got to make sure that we find the right people, we find the right resources, because now it's kind of a free-for-all. So you've got a lot of people that are out there that are claiming to be, you know, high-speed, low-drag, or maybe they know how to train, or maybe this, maybe that. But when you have so much, it can almost be just as difficult as back then when you didn't have as many and it was harder to find.
0: Well, and I think that the knowledge, like the, the average gun owner 30, 40 years ago, had a lot of knowledge around guns but it was different knowledge um you know 20 30 years ago they could tell you you know what load was best uh for you know hunting a deer whereas these days uh, the the it's completely different you know you have to be able to draw from concealment put shots on target it's a it's it's a completely different skill set um and i and i think that the the average i'm not even sure there is an average shooter anymore is there an average gun owner does that even exist (laughs) question I I don't I think that you know the demographics are so different you know men women young old Um, I I think the only thing that has that kind of gels them together is like I said they're they're not hunters anymore they're doing it for self-defense you know it's really far more uh, you know the gun ownership world was really has a lot more to do with with uh, self self self-defense don't I don't know don't you think I
8: would agree. Uh, what's funny is, so for, for those of you who aren't aware, I actually live in Wisconsin. Uh, it's where the USCCA headquarters is in West Bend, just north of Milwaukee. And so for anyone who's familiar at all with Wisconsin, other than the Packers and Cheese, um, there's a lot of hunting here. Yeah. But as I brought up before, I didn't grow up in a hunting family, but I was surrounded by these people that, I mean, hunting season was its own holiday this time of year. And so people would know all these things about rifles. But when I got into it, when I went to ask for help about you know, people around me, there were very few people who knew anything about concealed carry and even fewer that actually you know had their license and did it day to day. So I, I just um, I would agree with you. Uh, there was the, the having the rifles and shotguns for hunting and that sort of thing that came first was much more prevalent over the last 30, 40 years.
0: So I don't know how you grew up in Wisconsin and, and aren't and don't hunt. Like you must have been <laughs> did, did you yeah. like the entire month of November, you must not have had a single conversation with anybody.
8: Well, I didn't have a lot of friends in high school, so no, just kidding. So, um, what, how, what actually happened for me is um, my father actually lives overseas, uh, so staying close contact with them. But um, he lives over in Europe, which uh, you know they're not super fond of, of uh, carrying firearms. I right. would say, um, in majority, and um, and I had a you know I was raised by a single mother who was a. Uh, professional psychologist turned psychology professor before she, you know, retired after 25 years of that. And, um, you know, psych- psychology professors at colleges, they're not really well known for, for being into firearms either. So uh, for me, I just, uh, there were people around me that hunted, but I just never got into it. I guess, uh, you know, skateboarding drew my attention at that age. <laughs> there
0: you go. Well, I'll tell you a quick Wisconsin story. I actually had to, years ago, I had to go there for, uh, my, my grandmother. I'm actually, my family's from Wisconsin. I had to go there for my grandmother's funeral and we were outside of Marshfield. You know where Marshfield is, right? Of course. Yeah. So we were outside of Marshfield, and uh, my my wife, who was born and raised in San Diego, uh, was with me. And uh, she's, you know, we're, we're passing by. You know, in Wisconsin, there's a bar about every fifty feet, right? And uh, so maybe pa- less. <laughs> so we're passing by bar after bar after bar. We're driving, and I I see her turning her head and looking in the in the parking lot of every bar that we pass by. They had a flatbed trailer. And it was full of pelts, like you know, because it was right oh. in the middle of, of 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 deer season. And they they yeah. you know they would clean the the deer, and then they they donate the pelts. And I I think they were donating them to local uh, uh, Indian tribes, and they'd actually make stuff out of them. Anyway, she asked, I was like, "What is that?" And we told her what it was. She was like, "Oh my gosh! Well, aren't they going to get all spoiled and gross and spoiled?" and i was like well it's it's 5 degrees outside like you'd have to get into a refrigerator to warm up so they're going to be just fine but the look on our face and we did actually get to see the uh the deer strapped to the hood of the old uh, pickup truck we uh, got driving right oh, through downtown it. oh it was awesome i was so happy i was so proud so proud of my wisconsinite brethren but <laughs> anyway
8: man it's as, as a as a father now, I always cringe when you you know when you see that at the stoplight and the school bus pulls up next to it. It's like, well, <laughs> getting an education today, I guess.
0: But <laughs> even in Wisconsin, a lot of your gun shops that I've been to, um, it's it's very self defense based. You know, I, there are more. I, I think like uh, you know during hunting season, there there are more people uh, you know with with uh, with guns than I think it's like the second or third biggest army in the nation or something like that during hunting season. So, but even in in a mm-hmm. a hunting rich State like Wisconsin, there's still a huge emphasis on self-defense. I'd agree with that. Um,
8: you know, we partner with uh, with a lot of those ranges, and I would agree. the uh, The majority of people that are coming in these days, they're not looking for you know they're not looking for the ballistics of uh, a rifle, shotgun, or anything like that. Instead, they're looking for uh, the things that will be able to save them either in their own home or out in the real world uh, when they're not in the woods. So, um, I, I would I would say that I see that same commonality.
0: Well, that's awesome. What else do people need to know about USCCA?
8: They uh, there's a, a definitely a really good reciprocity map that uh, I think that you guys actually um, yep. are, are given out. That uh, if you want to give the link to that, that's the best place where people can go and learn a lot more about us.
0: I just you know that uh, the uh, the reciprocity map on your website. I just used it. We went. I went from. Uh, I have a Utah CCW and a California CCW. And I went to Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and Nevada, and then, of course, back to California. And, what, what I, and I just plotted my course, said, here's what, here's what I got, here are the two CCWs I have, here's where I'm going, and they'll, they'll tell you, well, here's where you can carry, or here's where you can not carry, or here, here, here's the differences between you know California carry and, and wherever you're going. It's an extremely useful tool. You know what's also
3: helpful, though, in addition to the reciprocity the, on, and the reciprocity map, you can actually scroll down, and even if you don't have a permit, you can actually look up the storage and transport and the different gun laws within each state. So even if you don't have a permit that applies to whatever state you're passing through, you can look at whatever the rules or the laws are um, for the situation that you're in for the state you might be going through. They may not they may not acknowledge your permit, but you can see what what the parameters are for what you need.
1: Yeah. So you learn something new every day. Every day.
4: Well, and Mike, let me ask you something. Your insurance doesn't just cover um, firearms, right? It covers all forms of self-defense if you have to protect yourself, Correct.
8: That is correct. Yeah. And now I know that obviously the uh, the radio program is live, but there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this on the back end. Um, so the best way that you can take a look and see some of the specifics in case uh, things change. But, uh, you know, if you go on USCCA.com, but um, yeah, as it stands right now, um, it, is, it is not specific to firearms. You're absolutely right. And that, that's both for the training and the insurance.
4: Well and I think that's a big call out, right? I think just because we have to protect ourselves, everybody thinks firearms because that's what we specialize in, but it does cover everything.
0: Yeah, I, I like to call it CCW yeah. insurance, but it's not really. Anything, if you're even if you're just if you're a gun owner, you need some kind of of uh, protection. you've you've made the decision that, hey, I might have to defend myself one day if you've done that then you've made the decision that I might have to hire an attorney one day. So check out USCCA. All right, well, we're gonna keep him over with the next segment, right? Uh, what I heard.
1: Yes. Yes. So I'll tell you what, Mike, go get a new ski brought and we'll talk to you <laughs> when we skis. come back. <laughs> right here on Gun Owners Radio FM 961.
2: 1. AM AM1170. The answer.
1: What are you joking? <laughs> Radio M961 AM, 1, AM
2: 1170.
1: The answer PRMI Mortgage dot slash Alpine. Hey, if you're looking to buy, refi, or if you're just considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. They make it easy, they'll work with an efficient, friendly, expert team that will help you get the best deal on a mortgage. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com slash Alpine. All right, we're talking to Mike Bauer from USCCA. And I got to tell you, Mike, the whole break, all we talked about were
5: <laughs>
0: Newski's cheddar brats. New skis brats there. Hey. And that's all your fault, Mr. Oh, uh, yeah. Stewart. Oh, yeah. Have you been to the new skis, uh headquarters?
8: Uh, I'd be lying if I said that I, I did, but I don't think they're very far away from me.
0: Actually, they're not. It's on the way to Green. You're right there. Gone. Oh my! It's God. like Mecca, man. Well, well, except the complete opposite of Mecca. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all pork products. Yeah, it's all pork. But very <laughs> good. But to an early death. It's uh, I. I went there. We went to see a Packers game. We went to season opener. Uh, they they were playing the Bears and they beat the Bears and uh, we, were, of get, we were oh yeah we were getting we out had of to celebrate 100th year anniversary uh, so we're going out of, we're leaving and we you go right past the skis, uh headquarters there and it's this old wooden shack and you go inside and it is beautiful the food is amazing the cool thing is though there was like there was uh, a pickup truck after pickup truck full of of uh, apple wood that, that they just like these farmers just cut down oh, this sure. apple wood and go sell it to new Sure. you know yeah. so you know it's real anyway we- cool. yeah I'll have,
8: to, I'll have to i'll have to check it out i think it's like one of those things where when you have it so close to you you never go to it but yeah like, if it's across the country you can say i've been there six times i don't know yeah
1: oh yeah, yeah. You yeah it's right. like going to bucky's <laughs> no it's not yes yeah. it is yeah. just like bucky's all right i
0: guess it's kind of like that all right Sauerkraut on your uh, on your uh, on your brats. Wait a minute. Do you, now, what is your favorite brat? Being from Wisconsin, are you a Johnsonville or are you a Newski's guy?
1: Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh
8: man, this is going to get me in trouble. I'm a uh, i am I do like Johnsonville. I, I can't lie.
1: They're, anyone... they're really good. And hang, um, hang up the they, phone.
8: They, they show up a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next guest. <laughs> Jeez. Hey,
8: okay, sure. okay,
1: Mike. I got to go one step farther. Do you have a Denny's back in <laughs> in Wisconsin? Do you have Denny's?
8: <laughs> uh, we, we used to have Denny's. I think they all went out of business.
1: <laughs> well, Michael is gourmet when it comes to Denny's because yeah. he likes their spaghetti. Yep.
0: Best spaghetti I've ever had. Oh.
1: Best spaghetti he's ever had. It turns every Italian restaurant green when he says that. <laughs> so you're going to have to Monday right. or Tuesday. With envy. Yeah, with envy. Green with envy. Monday or Tuesday, go get yourself a cheddar brat and crawl in front of the TV and have some fun. There you go. All right, let's get but back to about yeah. <laughs> this at hand.
0: <laughs> so, so talk a little bit. So, USCCA has also—they're kind of getting into. I don't know if you're how prepared you are to talk about this, but it's it's extremely interesting to me that they're kind of getting into politics too. They're they're. I think they're aren't they setting up a uh, uh, like a pack, and they're going to start endorsing, or have they endorsed in this uh, in, in this uh, election? Or are you allowed to talk so
8: about? That? Uh, I can dive into a little bit of it. I'll be straight with you. It's not my area of expertise, but I do have a little bit that I can can speak to. Uh, So there is a political action committee that's called the USCCA for Saving Lives. And it's simply working to advance interests of responsibly armed Americans like you and I uh, just to keep families safe. Um, So, you know, there's support there for candidates and, and policies that promote and protect uh, Law abiding Americans uh, and just basically looking for keeping that, that uh, natural born right to self defense. Uh, I think that uh, if you would compare it to the four items that you guys listed from the San Diego border guide of uh, the two way stands and then the other three, uh, they're going to go pretty hand in hand the majority of the time. But again, uh, if you're looking for more information on that, uh, you can actually go online. It's USCCA for saving lives com for much more in-depth uh, information on that.
0: And with the Bruin case that came out that basically made everybody shall issue and got rid of a bunch of subjective you know ridiculousness when it comes to issuing carry permits, um, you know has what is USCCA seen in the last two, three months since that came out?
8: Well, I'll tell you this. So um, as the um, as the regional manager, I, uh, up until recently, we, we just brought on some more people, which is great. And there's now uh, seven of us nationally. Uh, up until recently, I, I overlooked the entire eastern half of the U.S. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I, uh, really surprised us, we were definitely prepared for it, but it still was just mind boggling, was the amount of people getting Maryland permits of all places. Um, you know, I'd, I'd imagine it was probably similar to you guys when all of a sudden you could start getting these, these permits in certain counties. It's just a, a flood of people that are now going, finally, I can protect myself outside of my home as well. So I think that if there was any one thing that really was like very noticeably different, man, that, that part of the country, that little spot in Maryland, significant amounts of people just flooding to get CCW permits and getting their training.
0: That's interesting. So a bunch of people in Maryland, uh, they can finally get a CCW for the first time. That's awesome. Good for you, Marylanders. Yeah. Mar- you <laughs> old
1: crab cake.
0: Yeah, I'm proud of you guys. Um, so, what do you think? Uh, what do do you think? Uh, I mean, I don't see any signs of it slowing down either. I mean, we're just we barely touched. You know, it feels like, uh, it, and I really think that all these folks who can finally get a permit and can finally defend themselves outside of the home. This isn't just a legal thing. We're going to see a cultural shift, kind of in the same way, you know, the first hundred you know, years of, of the country, you had people who, who carried, um, and it was just a part of them uh, because they were hunters, you know, because that's, that's how they would put food on the table. Mm. Uh, you know, I think over the next hundred years, you're going to start to see a cultural change where people carry to protect themselves. It's just what they do, it won't be weird and exotic.
8: I definitely agree with that. Um, it's kind of funny. We have um, my 20-year-old niece who's staying with us for, for a month while she's doing some internships here. She's uh, my, my, my father, as I said, is overseas, uh, so she's actually from Austria. And um, it's kind of funny just ha- watching her because she she's been here before and we've shot before, but it's so funny when she comes here from the beginning. She's here one more week. She's here for a month. And just watching in that short amount of time her comfortability around firearms we're going to go shooting again next week. It changed pretty quickly just through some very, very basics. So um, I think you're right. I think more people that get into this, more conversations that we're having just like this and just normalizing it, I think that that's going to continue. And I think it's going to be much faster than most people are uh, expecting. And I think that's for the better.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm already uh, I'm already just so excited about it. I mean, it's, it's just becoming uh, so normal. I was talking to a guy yesterday. Uh, we had one of our shooting socials yesterday for the uh, for the University of California San Diego. Um, have their marksmanship program. Uh, Jimmy Farr uh, put that together, and he's he's passing the baton on to a guy named Max, who I met for the first time yesterday, and we helped out with their shooting social and teach people how to shoot. It was awesome. One of the mentors said, "Hey, I just wanted to say thanks. Finally got my CCW, and uh, you know, we talked about it for a little bit, and I remembered." It was probably – it was almost anticlimactic. I got my CCW, and it was kind of like, uh, all right. Uh, now what? Yeah, here I am, you know. And then I remember about, <laughs> about two months after carrying, I had to go to the grocery store for something, and uh, I wasn't – you know, I'd taken it off or whatever, and I was headed out the front door, and I remember putting my hand on the doorknob and thinking to myself, if this is the time, and I decided not to carry – I will never mm. forgive myself, especially if I could have done something and, and you know had I you know but but, but didn't or couldn't um, and bam turn right back around <laughs> right. and that was it. I realized okay, it's this like is forgetting a, your car keys. Truly, it's like wallet panic at yeah. this point. You know, I don't care about that. So, <laughs> well, yeah. nothing in there. <laughs> There's nothing in there. Nothing in there. They <laughs> <laughs> just some baseball cards. Yeah, and, you know. <clears throat> but uh, it's uh, uh, it's important now. You know, it's something. It's 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 become a it's a change in mindset.
8: Do you ever have that, too, where you think of, I think the only thing that would be worse than not having your firearm and, uh, and and absolutely needing it to protect yourself, family, or loved ones. But for me, I always wonder, it would be so much worse if that happened, but then someone else had a firearm, but they weren't prepared or trained even to, you know, the, the level that I feel I'm at. Um, do you ever get feeling like that, where it's like, oh, man, this is like the worst karma, <laughs>
0: I, I don't, because I'm spectacular with a firearm, but I would imagine people that are less or even average would probably, that would run through that's their pretty head. pretty
1: cool. But. Three people threw up at the same time. <laughs> well,
8: <laughs> well, well, and that's my point, too, where, you know, imagine if imagine if you forgot your firearm and then someone else was there and they did have a firearm, but they just weren't prepared and, yeah. and they weren't trained. That, that, that to me, was like, you know. Shooting holes like, in
1: the ceiling kind of, kind of mentality.
0: Guys. Yeah. Oh,
3: if you're lucky.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Now, Mike, talk about the training resources that you guys offer being a USCCA member, because I know you get a lot that goes along with that membership, and I feel like the training aspects that you guys offer are something that are very, very unutilized, right?
8: I would agree with that. So, um, as you said, they're pretty vast. We could go on about this for a significant amount of time. I won't. But um, some of the stuff that you can do is, I mean, we have a YouTube channel where there's tons of free information that's there. Uh, USCCA members have three different levels Of qualification that they can go through Uh, and the short version of that is ultimately it's very uh, very intensive e uh, sorry online e-learning where you're going through you're watching videos and at the end of that uh, you're actually brought to a USCCA partner or trainer where they can make sure that you actually retain that information through additional in-person training as we all know there's a huge difference between watching a video online or reading an e-guide and all these things that are available and then actually putting that into practice. I know for me, that's a, there's a huge gap. There's a huge difference. And so ultimately, all of this is to be able to better enhance that in-person training, uh, which, again, we have uh, hundreds and thousands of partners and instructors nationwide that can then get you to be able to level up uh, wherever you're at.
4: You guys have some partners in San Diego, too, right?
8: We certainly do. Yes.
4: Any of them you want to call out? <laughs>
8: I would love to, but... Uh, Am I putting, I you, on right yeah, I I'm putting you on the spot right st- now? I'm putting
4: you on the spot.
8: Well, keep in mind, I overlooked the entire East Coast, so if you started wanting me to... You're supposed to know this Florida, stuff, Mike. I'm just saying.
4: Quickly. Discount Gunbar is <laughs> one.
8: Well, well for Pete's sake, that, are right. in that area <laughs> that I would definitely push it towards.
1: Didn't know you were going to
0: call, be called up to be abused. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry,
4: Mike, that's all my fault. <laughs> yes,
1: it
0: is. Well, Mike, you've been awesome, no, and not. I really, really truly up. appreciate. Uh, let everybody know because you're right that you're right next to headquarters. They're headquarters right there in, what, in, in, in Wisconsin. No, 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 USCCA. Um, Delta oh, Delta. oh, okay. So, yeah, we'll let both headquarters, let USCCA know how much I appreciate them, and then let Nooskis know how much I appreciate yeah. them there at their headquarters. Come on, go get a But a uh, San Diego County Gun Owners, you guys have been wonderful to us, so thank you so much.
8: We definitely appreciate it.
0: All right, buddy, take care. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. Listen to Gun Owners
1: Radio, FM 96.1 AM
2: 1170. The Answer.
1: Hi, folks. Welcome back. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961,
2: AM 1170.
1: The answer. All right. That was spanky, folks, if you didn't know. <laughs> A self-defense event happens in seconds. And in the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. And I pray you're never forced to shoot in self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why USCCA exists. Because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more about the USCCA, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. uscca.com slash G-O-R. We're not keeping you up, are we?
0: Did she yawn? Like you would not believe me. There's no yawning. In I baseball. seen her tonsil. <laughs> she only has one, though. I don't know why. All right. It's time for everybody's favorite segment Ta-da. Stump, my nephew. We found out uh, not too long ago. It's about four or five years now. Uh, I think it's, has it been four or five years. Something like that, right, Dave? How long has he been on? Oh, at least. You know, the little guy here. He he's, knows. He's about to have his uh, one year anniversary. Little action Happy jackson. Josh,
1: little action. And you still haven't paid us? <laughs> you
0: owe us. Anyway, if you write in and and give us some gun trivia and we re- use it on the radio, we'll give you a hat or a shirt. Um, if you stump my nephew, then we'll give you some cool prize. Did anybody stump him? No, I was gone. No, no. All right, good, good. Because we don't, I don't even figured out what the special prize is. So I <laughs> geez, we were holding. <laughs> we'll that's to what to open on, dude. All right, so Sam, you there? Yeah. How are you guys? Good, man. How you doing?
7: Not bad. Right. Can't complain.
0: All right, good. You ready for the uh, question?
7: Sure, let's have it. All
0: right. You want to, uh, Jackson, you want to read the question? Oh, wait a minute. I'm showing him spanky. He does kind of look like <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go. Read the question, bud.
2: Dale from Los Angeles asks, what made the CZ-25 SMG unique?
7: was that Gale or Dale? Dale, Dale from from Los Angeles. What made okay, the what, CZ What letter does it start with? Delta. Thank you. Dale from Los Angeles, thanks for writing in. The um SA25 submachine gun made by CZ in Czechoslovakia, now the Czech Republic, um was one of the very first submachine guns to have what's called a telescoping bolt and um What that means, basically, is that a large portion of the bolt's mass is in front of the chamber. And what that does is it allows the weapon to be much more compact. Um, They did that because they wanted a a shorter overall length, shorter receiver, makes the gun lighter, makes the gun more maneuverable, makes it cheaper to make. Um, And uh, I say one of the first because it was developed around the same time as the Uzi, which is kind of similar in design. It uses a Uh, kind of a box tube receiver instead of a round tube. But it also has a telescoping bolt, and they're pretty contemporary, late 40s, early 50s.
1: You sent him
0: the answer. I swear to God, I I wish people... Either that or he's looking over your shoulder. I I swear, he even brought... I wish people in the audience could be... I have the best seat, that we have the best seat in the house to watch him answer these. All right, I'm going to read what the answer is. Designed in 1948, the CZ Model 25 series was perhaps... The most revolutionary post-war submachine gun, mainly for one reason, it employed the use of a telescoping bolt. Before this innovation, SMGs were largely and obscenely heavy, and most designs afterwards used a telescoping bolt, including the prolific Uzi. Uzi. In a system employing a telescoping bolt, the bolt travels over the barrel with the face being inside the actual bolt rather than at the front. This allowed for a lighter weight and a more compact gun. The CZ-25 also had an integral feature uh, to allow for loading mags with a stripper clip um,
7: that is built
0: into the Yeah, Yeah, it's got a loading
7: tool right on the gun. That's cool.
0: What is that? Explain that a little bit. So it's got to explain that a little bit.
7: Uh, It's it's hard to explain verbally, but I think there's a Forgotten Weapons video on it. So um, everyone, your homework is to go home and watch that and look at how the loading tool works. So did did it have? I, I like really well thought out designs, and I like it when they add neat little features like that, or like the bottle opener on the Galil, stuff like that. The bottle opener on the Galil. That's right. So okay. So did it have? Does it have a detachable magazine? Yeah, it um, it uses, uh, it's like basically imagine an Uzi, but round instead of square. Uh, it's very similar in design. The magazine goes into the pistol grip. It's got that same hand-to-hand thing. Um, and on the side, there's a thing where you put, I, I think the way it works is you put the stripper clip in this guide and then you just push the magazine onto it and it loads it. I think that's how it works.
0: That's interesting. So let's go back to the telescoping bolt. Um, Talk a little bit more about that. So a telescoping bolt, um, you know, talk a little bit more about that if if you can. Tell us why a telescoping bolt was so amazing or what exactly about it is telescopes.
7: So um, telescoping, it's telescoping in the sense not that it, it has multiple pieces because it doesn't. It's all one piece. It's telescoping in the sense that the breech face is recessed inside the bolt body. So if you can imagine, um, like, I don't know if nine uh, millimeter AR platform pistol caliber carbines are popular out there, but they're popular out here. And, um, those have to have really long receivers because the bolt is really long. It's all behind the breech face. And, uh, of course, the buffer tube is part of the receiver. It's a separate piece. But it does the job of part of the receiver. That's the bolt has to recoil into that. So if you look at the length of the upper receiver plus the length of the uh, the length of the buffer tube, which is part of the receiver, uh, that's really long. And so you can only get the gun so short. But if you can take some of that mass of that really massive bolt and you can move it forward and you can put it you can wrap it around the barrel, that way you can make the receiver much shorter. And so the firearm can be much more compact.
0: So who, what, of course, the Uzi, what country used the Uzi? Uh,
7: it was developed in Israel and basically every country with uh, two nickels to rub together has bought at least some.
0: And then who designed, the, so the CZ, uh, who used the CZ-25 mainly?
7: In um, it was developed in Czechoslovakia. Um, they went on kind of an arms designing spree right after the war because they needed money to rebuild um, and sort of one of the interesting things here um, is that the, uh, the Czechoslovakian government supplied arms to Israel during its war for independence around this same time. So there's some thought that there was kind of cross-pollination between the two countries, um, that some engineers might have gone back and forth and shared uh, design concepts but I don't think anyone. Uh, but, but if if I'm wrong, please someone let me know. But I don't think anyone. Jackson said
0: you might be to... wrong. He was just saying he doesn't. Tell him Jackson. Tell him tell, straighten him out. He's saying the information about the cross pollinization is uh, you know totally uh, incorrect. Yeah, he said it might be a you know it's speculation at best.
7: So I, I don't I don't know if, if anyone has figured out for sure if there was any uh, any direct influence, but they were designed uh, almost at exactly the same time. <laughs> that's awesome. You're amazing.
0: That's yeah. very cool. So, uh, all right. Well, that, gosh, man, that's really a, a whole lot of information. I don't know. The you know, did the back then? Do you know if the checks had man buns or totally different <laughs> kind of CZ?
7: Um, I think it was. Uh, it was a little bit of a different kind of CZ. They weren't hipsters yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right, buddy.
0: Jackson, As what do you always, think of that, buddy? What do you think? Was he any good? Uh, very. I know. It's good commentary. I like that. I know too. Okay, so uh perfect yeah. job. Awesome. Uh thank you very much, Sam. Uh I, again, that's truly amazing. I can't believe you, you just totally nailed yes, that. You <sighs> yes, you could. Yes, you. I I really do. I I, I don't know. I what I, you know, I, I always know he's going to get it, but then when he does stuff like pulls off the uh, you know, the oozy, you, you know, drop is smarter than you? I, he's way smarter. He's way smarter than all of us. He's it, it annoys me because he's smarter than I am and just as good looking, and it's like one oh. or the other, oh, yeah. one or the other. All right, we better let you go now, Sam, before uh, the room starts to fill. His mom, his mom sent me a picture of him yeah. answering the question with this smug look <laughs> on his
1: face.
7: <laughs> well deserved, Sam. Well deserved. Well, thanks for having me on, as always. Uh, keep the questions coming. Good night, everyone, and uh, Happy New Year. All Great right. job, Sam.
1: Happy New Year to you, too. All right, folks. Hey, we really want to thank everybody for hanging out and having fun. And Is that quiet, I got? Don't you hate it when radio does that? Subscribe to our show and give us a five-star review. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. And please support all of our sponsors. It's so nice not having to go 180 miles an hour. San Diego County gun owners, Orange County gun owners, Inland Empire gun owners, the Dillon Law Group, PRMI Mortgage, Sage Tree, San Diego Flight Training International, U.S. Concealed Carry Association. And we really want to get a big thanks to Alicia Curtin, Michael Schwartz, Sam the Gunman, Action Jackson, Brendan Thomas, and Desi, our very special guest today. Thank you for being here, Desi. And Thanks let's for not having for, me. And let's not forget Chauncey for keeping us. Chauncey's the best. Works hard. On on air yeah, and right. out of jail. And in the air conditioned. Now, studio. do you like being over here now? Yes.
4: Because you yep. guys got in trouble. Well,
1: I didn't. Yeah, well. <laughs> it, was it
4: was these two while you were gone, right?
1: I think it was. Hey, uh, we didn't do it. That's likely story. So that's what they all say. Likely <laughs> or story. Or did we do it? We, probably. It we probably did it. We did get kicked out. <laughs> <We did. laughs> Good. Of the other students. I'm happy about that. No. I like the air i not just a guy that's totally deaf. Oh, well, I don't. I don't <laughs> like was, that. was there
4: hearing loss involved, and that's why we're here now? Oh no!
1: Yeah, no, but we wanted to watch the air show, but I forgot
0: to look out the window.
4: Oh, I got oh. to see the Blue Angels earlier. When see, they were I'm saying, yeah,
0: but I mean, here what has been going on. All right. Well, so, check out the voter guide. And if yep. you're in Orange County and in Inland the Empire, check out the voter guide on Thursday. It's coming in the email. And don't just look at it, uh, send it out to folks, right. get involved. And if you uh, have questions about it, send yes, it sir. to
1: stcgo.org. There you go. All right. Don't go anywhere. Bob Siegel's in the house, he's in the better studio right here on FM 961
2: AM 1170. The answer.